some soap. And then do 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 this is a daily check-in. We're being responsible and staying socially distant, but this is hard, you guys. I don't know about you, but I'm having a bit of a hard day myself right now. For someone that suffers from anxiety and depression kind of on the regular, this is an environment in which that thrives. It's isolation and loneliness. And so this is the time for us to reach out to those that we love, to check in, to say, hey, how you doing? To be honest about how we're doing. So that's what we're doing here. I call Bob every weekday to check in and exchange one good thing each. A little piece of good news, a little bright spot in all of this darkness and uncertainty. So come on in, whoever you are, however you're feeling today. You're welcome here. Let's find some hope together. Hello? Bob, how are you? Hi, I'm pretty good, but how are you? Uh, I'm having sort of a tough day. Just, just one of, you know, just, uh, just having, I'm having feelings. <laughs> of course you're having feelings. Um, I, I could be a jerk and ask why you're having a tough day, but I think <laughs> I know why you're having a tough day, but tell me anyway. Yeah, just, you know, um, didn't really sleep last night. Just feeling sort of like, uh, just just anxious, really anxious. And it probably isn't helping that I'm consuming news like kind of constantly. So I'm just like living in what's happening with this pandemic constantly, um, which is probably not helping my anxiety levels, right? I can't imagine ever saying this before in my life, but I do think people need to turn off the news right now. It's, I, it, you know, my sports, my guilty pleasure, sports radio is coronavirus all the time. You just can't escape it. It's not healthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And so, yeah, it's making me just I'm just feeling kind of sad, kind of low. So um, but here we are. We pledge to to do this, to check in with each other. And maybe it's even times like these when uh, we're not feeling so great that it's most important to keep our promises and do this. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody goes through this. You know, I'm like Mr. Silver Lining. But at least once a day, I'm convinced that I have coronavirus and I freak out. There's no there's no way around it. And, you know, and I've got all these techniques on my website. I talk to a psychologist with things to do when you're anxious and all those are kind of helpful. But in truth, I think it just kind of comes and goes. I think that's life right now. I think you're right. It definitely feels like waves, definitely feels like just waves of anxiety, waves of hope, which is great. But yeah, the waves of, of anxiety and depression are real. Well, maybe. So tell me you've got something good. I do. And maybe just to, by way of distracting a little bit to today's, I'm, I'm very excited about it. I've actually been holding out on it for a couple of days because yesterday in Snohomish County, Washington, the Snohomish County Fire District number seven did a science of fire uh, elementary school lesson for kids shot from the firehouse. And this is, oh my gosh, it's adorable and more deeply meaningful on many levels. Um, you probably know I lived in Snohomish County 
Washington, just outside <laughs> Seattle for about 20 years. So this was my fire district. Um, but also the first known coronavirus patient in America was in Snohomish County, which mm. is right over the border from that uh, Life Center uh, assisted care facility where the, the first big set of incidents occurred. So coronavirus means a lot in Snohomish County. But out are, and you know, I thought this would be a person standing, like a, a, somebody in a fire suit standing there talking. This is such a, an adorable, well-organized lesson. One of the uh, female firefighters puts on all of the, the the equipment she has to. It's 60 pounds worth of equipment. Then they do this experiment and they give homework to the kids. And 2,000 people apparently watch this video and dozens of them uploaded pictures of their kids doing the worksheet after the lesson. It's totally adorable. By the way, the science is good. They're doing a math of fire next week. And of course, I'm going to tune into that too. But I think everybody should go to the Snohomish County Fire District number seven Facebook page and check out this event video and do it with your kids or just do it with yourself. It's really cute. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at the Snohomish County Fire District 7 Facebook page right now. And this is so cute. They've got fire engine math. They've got Oh my gosh, they've got the science of fire, like you said. This is adorable, and this video is amazing. All right, so those are different types of fuel. So what's really cool, everyone, is that firefighters, they use the triangle, the fire triangle, to stop fires or to extinguish them. And really quick, before we go through this, Jeff, let's look at one of our vocabulary words. So we have three vocabulary words today. So you want to take off the... Um, cover for the vocabulary word number one. So extinguish. Extinguish is one of our vocabulary words today. So it means to stop something from burning. Bob, so this is so good. Also, can I just say, I think a sort of bonus good thing here is the word Snohomish. I've always thought, <laughs> what a great name for a city slash county. Is it a city or is it a county? It's both. Okay, it's this. Per it's a perfect. county seat and it's the county. Uh, underrated part of the Pacific Northwest is that most of the names are derived from Indian names. And you get these funny names. And it's funny, when I used to call up and have to give my address over the phone and I would say Snohomish, <laughs> people would often giggle. It sounds somehow like the North Pole, I don't know, Snohomish. Um, but it's spelled exactly like it sounds, S-N-O-H-O-M-I-S-H, which you can tell I've said a million times in my life. I'm very proud of Snohomish County. Snohomish. Oh, as you should be. It's so good. Oh, and I love that their website is snowfire7.org. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. That's so good, Bob. That um that brought a smile to my face. So thank you. Uh, are you ready for my good thing? I'm ready for your good thing. <clears throat> okay. So Bob, there's this guy named Clint McElroy. He's um He's definitely kind of a, a well-known name in the podcast space. He co-hosts with his sons a podcast called The Adventure Zone, and it's very much a sort of um, – um, Brandon's right here. I'm going to confirm. Would you say The Adventure Zone is a – how would you describe it? it it's a D&D &D real play. It's a D&D &D real play, going back into my recording closet. <laughs> and – it's amazing. And Clint McElroy, he is, you know, a podcaster, like I said, he's a comic book writer, and he's a former radio personality. And apparently, when his sons were growing up, uh, whenever they would feel scared or lonely, he would read them a chapter of The Hobbit. 
Mm. And now, Bob, for all of us who are feeling scared or lonely in this uncertain time, he is reading a chapter of The Hobbit every day. And it's really sweet. It's on YouTube. It'll be linked in our show notes. Um, And he's wearing, he appears to be wearing a, a cute little hat every day and maybe a sort of like Hobbit vest. I'm not sure if this is how he always dresses or if he's dressing for the occasion of reading us The Hobbit, but it's really sweet. I listened to the first chapter this morning and it just, it's just something about his voice is very soothing. And also, this is a story that, you know, I honestly didn't have a lot of connection to before now, but something about it is just very, very comforting. It feels like chicken noodle soup. And I'm loving it. You probably don't know this. Uh, I mean, my teenage years were just filled with J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, And it was all because of a girl who I dated when I was 14, and she was a token head. <laughs> and I read all these books just to try to impress her. The relationship lasted like two weeks, but it gave me <laughs> a lifetime of love for J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh. And I was saving this for another time. I didn't know you were going to talk about this today. Uh, but there's a quote a friend of mine posted from Lord of the Rings. Oh, well, let's hear it. I wish it need not have happened in my time, said Frodo. So do I, said Gandalf. And so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given us. I love that. Bob, that's the perfect cherry on top of this good things pie we've made today. Uh, uh, Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're my friend. I'm glad you're my friend, too. (laughs) Talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bob and I love music, and we've, of course, been using music to get through some of these difficult times that we're in right now. So we thought we'd start going out on a song each day in these daily check-ins that is giving us a little bit of hope or inspiring us or maybe even just making us want to dance. So here's Hard Times by Paramore, which has been a song that's been stuck in my head. And it's kind of always stuck in my head uh, when I feel like I'm going through it. If you have your own good thing to share, something that made you smile or laugh or boosted your belief in the good of humanity, email us and tell us about it at sobob at spokemedia.io or call and leave us a voicemail at 253-470-8398. That's 253-470-8398. Now, take a deep breath. And remember that we're going to get through this. Survive.